Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. Today, it's a super trailer time, Super Bowl, super show. All this and everything else that happened this week in Geek. Hey, it's a me, Nate, and if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast celebrating the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geekcentric, and all things movie trailer. Uh, of course, sports ball happened, and uh, and that means movie trailers. That's what it really means uh, for us geeks. So joining me for This Week in Geek, we've got the Luigi to my Mario, and if you take him to an arcade and lend him some coins, he'll always give your quarterback... <laughs> He's Justin the Jumpman Lawrence. How you doing, Justin? <laughs> what up? That was you see what I did? You saw what I did there? I Quarterback, because that's like a football. Isn't that a football thing? That's a football. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's one of those like super ball things. That super ball. Super about. ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How's it going? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you, did you watch any of it? Did you watch the halftime show? No, I'm not. A, I'm not a football fan. I did watch the halftime show. Thankfully, okay. they 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 posted it on on YouTube, and you were kind enough to sh- to share it. So uh, I watched the entire thing because uh, yeah. I was actually immersed in it. But uh, shout out to uh, Super Smash Brothers because uh, yeah, they they totally had their set ripped Dude, off. Somebody posted on Twitter an animation of her, and it just does the three, two, one, go, <laughs> and it was so so good. I I gotta say, you know, for she she is she looked phenomenal she was glowing uh riri i mean she's badass she's riri, she's rihanna she's always gonna be badass but full pregnant what she's pregnant there. no it's rubbing her belly That's up crazy. and down there um glowing looking amazing i just i gotta say the the only thing and like don't get me wrong i was like a little worried i'm like oh rihanna like you're up in the sky like you're doing that fully pregnant it's kind of scare me but she pulled it off but the what is that what was the hazmat suit sunglasses people like what was they, that all they about? They always do that. They always do have weird these, things like that. Yeah, they always have these like super unified costumes that makes everyone kind of look the same. Was it last year or the year before where it was the weekend, and there was a lot of people wearing similar sort of like mask faces and stuff oh, like that. Man. I think it's just it's just the idea of creating a sense of of unity. But I really enjoyed the sense of choreography. Uh, that that happened throughout this performance. The stages going up and down was pretty crazy. The camera work was really good. Like I, I think it was some of the best camera work. Like it puts you in some of those moments rather than just being on on the sidelines. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a football term for Ooh. you. Um, but like you know, it, it still had those sideline shots. But like there was a great sequence where it was just panning through. Every, all the dancers and they were dancing in front of the camera and then they would split and then you know dance and split dance and split and then it led all the way up to Riri and she you know she was doing her thing and I, I thought the, the intensity the choreography and the way the camera worked it was all timed really really well it was like damn this is really great but I love halftime shows for for one reason if you're a fan of the artist you know obviously it's a great time to to see that artist's greatest hits their and discography here, you know, yeah yeah exactly and that's what you know this definitely was was a great reminder of of all the great hits that you know Riri has has put out there and she definitely like you said she she brought it for this Super Bowl halftime show and 15 minutes I can't believe it it's like yeah. almost 15 minutes crazy I, I think it, honestly it, it's it, it's the best that I think it was in the past few yeah. years there was the one we got the 90s hip-hop throwback with everyone I can't remember which year that was but like this was better than the weekend uh, sorry weekend um even though you're not you know Canadian but um uh, Justin, I know that we are celebrating all things movie trailers coming off of the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, and I know that we promised there would be no news for this. I-, I have to. There is some breaking news, Justin, that just came in. It's really important. I actually think it's going to probably rock the entire internet as soon as this kind of gets a little more widespread. Um, oh. Barney is getting a reboot in film and TV with a brand new look. This comes from Alex Stedman at IGN. Uh, the latest franchise to get a reboot, that'd be Barney. Yes, the big purple dinosaur. Mattel announced today that it's putting a, together a new spin on the famous chi- children's character uh, with its comprehensive revitalization, including new movies, TV shows, YouTube content, music, toys, and clothing. And if that wasn't enough, Barney's got a brand new look, uh, which if you look it up, I will tell you, looks like it's something straight out of Fortnite. 
Uh, he looks like a Fortnite Barney, <laughs> which would be amazing if they get Barney in Fortnite. But I don't, I don't know if Barney holding a gun is exactly what they're looking for uh, with this reboot. Um, apparently, if you miss his old look, not to worry. Mattel says apparel and accessories for adult fans that feature classic Barney are also in the works. Hell yeah, let's go. Um, you know, this is going to be the first of Barney's big new media projects. Um, and uh, and they're, they're bringing in an animated series to debut next year. It'll be targeted towards preschoolers and will feature the ubiquitous, ubiquitous purple dinosaur and friends introducing new audiences to the world of Barney through music-filled adventures centered on love, community, and encouragement. Justin, you got a new little one in your life. Are you excited for the Barney reboot? Yeah, I, I could see us getting her on this Barney train, if you will. Uh, you know, my sister grew up with it, and by extension, I also grew up with it. Um, it makes sense. It's a, It's an IP that you know, in an animated world would work a lot better than I think in the live action. Uh, but his look looks cool. I, I, I agree with you. It does look very Fortnite. You put put a machine gun and like a, a backpack on him and he yeah. could be running through He's jumping out of the out of the bus. Bus, yeah. But I'm surprised though, uh, you know, um there's been uh, no developments on Daniel Kalua's uh, adaptation right. of Barney. Is this going to interfere? Does it affect <laughs> yeah. the canon? How does this I affect know. the BCU? That's, I think, what we really need to be worrying about right now. Can we get James is... Gunn to just buy this one, too? Come on, let's make it happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I'm I'm more interested in Daniel Kaluuya's darker interpretation of Barney, uh, whatever the hell that looks like, but now with animated Barney making a resurgence, who knows? Maybe, maybe that'll be halted and we won't get to see that uh, fully realized. So I guess we'll yeah. wait and see. I'm just excited for more Barney because, Justin, I love you. Uh, you love me. And we're a happy family. Now, speaking of our happy family, a lot of our... If, you, if you've been listening to the past few episodes, we've noticed that it's just been just been all Justin and me just hanging out. Just the two of us. Uh, <laughs> on the podcast. Um, and we... Uh, yeah, you know, it's been a lot of fun. But we are expecting and hoping to see... Uh, the rest of our geeky family back from vacation. They're just all over the place. They're 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 you know just traveling the worlds up. and the seven seas, but That's staying just in Disney. So <laughs> just that, yeah, which is <laughs> you can do that there apparently. Uh, but listen, uh, I I did reach out to Kevin. I told him to record a quick voice voicemail for us because we need him to introduce this segment uh, because it's trailer time. <laughs> All right, Justin. So, so I wanted to start off with our uh, first trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie. Not really a trailer. It's not a trailer. It's a commercial, man. It's more of an advertisement. Totally <laughs> yeah, and it's perfect, right? Because Super Bowl is known for its ads. Yes. But I love that you know their first you know or second trailer, if you will, is is more of an ad for the Mario Brothers themselves rather than a trailer. Dude, uh, this is obviously directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek. Uh, this is coming from Illumination Studios. Uh, and, and yeah, dude, I am so like, let's just say this about this, this advertisement. First of all, if you haven't watched it, go pause this, go watch it right now. It's like, it's really short, but dude, it is the super Mario bros, super show theme song. Now this is not something Mm -hmm. that I grew up with. Um, but I, but I have a lot of love for it because I've, of course I'm a huge Mario fan. I've gone back. I've, I've tried to watch some of these episodes on YouTube, the clips from this show, are insane. You need to watch. You need to watch it. It's an old animated series. But even the theme song, the original theme song with like the live action actors, uh, not from the movie, just these random live action actors uh, doing this sort of green screen dance uh, with with some mushrooms. I'm telling you, man, this advertisement proves that everyone at Illumination Studios, um, you know, obviously, uh, again, as I said, um, with with Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek. Um, Matthew Fogel with the writing, they understand what they're doing here. Like they are doing the thing. And I think this isn't just a trailer from people making an animated movie, right? Like if, if this was just another sort of cash grab animated thing, then you, you would be able to tell, but the amount of love that they're putting into this property and this ad is a perfect representation of it because it is absolutely outstanding. Ending the level of detail that they go to with this little this little advertisement it's so much fun well yeah it's it's the super mario bros movie right and i feel like it's super in that it's pulling from every corner of the super mario brothers 
legacy, right? Yeah. And it's it's incorporating it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just blown away that every time I see something from this movie, it's just like like you said, they're just they're getting it right. Yeah. And and it looks good, and it looks really clean and the aesthetic looks so reminiscent of what we know and love while also mm-hmm. feeling you know unique for the cinematic experience uh, you know the uh, the movie experience and yeah i i'm i am so excited to see this movie and i don't even think of myself as that big of a mario fan like who doesn't like mario right but like i'm excited to see how they're going to take everything in and around the canon of of Mario and Super Mario Bros and incorporated into this this movie because that even the the first trailer that we got was was obviously a great indication that there's there's going to be a lot that we're going to we're going to see in this movie. Yeah, and I think that's it's this is just a really great fun gag but at the same time like there's little details um a little tidbit that i noticed with this besides of course the fact that the theme song is this the exact theme song from the super show um is that the van uh when when he sort of ticks the van to dra- to to send it across the map luigi reorients the van and it lands on um in an air on a, an area on the map um or sorry it's about to land on an area on the map um called hanfuda avenue now, the interesting with this, I, I was like, maybe I just don't know New York. Maybe I'm really dumb. Maybe there was a Hanfuda Avenue, but there isn't anymore. I tried Google Mapsing it. I couldn't find it. Um, I will just mention that I could. I think it might be a reference to Hanafuda cards, which Hanafuda cards, if you don't know, were what Nintendo, Nintendo started, made. Yeah. They, they made yeah. back in the day before they were making video games a long time ago. So, like, again, even and, and it might not be. I could be completely wrong on this, but even the littlest no, I, details I like right. that, right, where they're incorporating again their their entire not just Mario history but Nintendo history, history into the movie is is awesome yeah, and it plays into the origins right so cool call the number by the way uh, yeah. call the number uh, so it's funny. a great way to hear a, a ton of Charlie Day's voice which I I don't think we've really gotten too much of in the previous we've trailers we've gotten little bits but like th- that that voice message is like so the funny. best sample of what we're gonna get of Charlie Day like it is so funny you definitely have to call it. Call nine two nine five five Mario or nine two nine five five six two seven four six. I didn't text it because I was worried about. I don't know. It said U.S. only, so I didn't text it. But I did call it. But dude, I it's gonna be so freaking good. I cannot wait for it. April seventh, twenty twenty three. Uh, it's jumping into theaters, and I will be jumping for joy. Um, and it can't get here fast enough. But you know what else? You know can't get here fast enough and I think has taken <laughs> way too long given its name uh, we got the trailer for The Flash uh, this is directed by Andy M- uh, Muschietti I hope I'm pronouncing that right um, and uh, and in it uh, Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future Justin what did you think of our first look at The Flash? Yeah, it's our first full weighted trailer. Cause right, because I think we teaser. did get, I guess, a little teaser, we right? We did get a teaser before. I think it was a fandom maybe last year. Yeah, I think that this does a better job at least telling us what the story is going to be about. Like mm-hmm. immediately grounding his character in, you know, heartfelt motives. Uh, mm-hmm. For the movie, family, and then it just breaks off. Yeah, exactly. In family, <laughs> which will come up later. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll circle back to that. <laughs> but um, the 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 thing that surprises me, I think, was that I I honestly thought seeing Michael Keaton's Batman was going to be more of a cameo than an actual role. But I, I think he's going to be in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be with him, and I, and that really has me excited. It's someone who like that was like one of the first movies I remember that will forever be you know the the Batman that started it all for me in, in the cinematic world. So, so to see Michael Keaton and to see how prominent he's going to be, and it looks like they're going to you know elevate his character to do some things that he you know wasn't able to do thirty years ago. You know, or right longer. Sure. When, Right. Well, they're going to do some more superhero esque stuff. But we also got Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. you know, uh, seemingly probably the last time we will see his his iteration of Batman. Who knows that you know, bike? We, we Can we look. just talk about that bike for a second, Justin? Because oh, yeah, that bike is definitely Nolan. That's Nolan. Nolan inspired. Right. I, so, I agree. But I, I think that's them. That's them embracing the Batman canon. So we're not you know getting I mean? Christian Bale. You don't think we're getting I, Christian Bale? 
I don't think so. I, <sighs> I don't think so. A lot of people, like a lot of people online were questioning the same sort of thing. Oh, that's definitely Bale's bike. But then on the reverse, you would see clips of Affleck's Batman on that bike. So unless they're doing a deke out, which I don't think they are, I think it's, it's pretty clear that they're going to be, you know, weaving in, you know, the Snyderverse Batman with, with Tim Burton's Batman as a means to kind of create that multiverse concept. Like while we see two berries in this trailer, mm-hmm. I think seeing two different Batmans who have actually depicted Batman through the cinematic world, um, that's also going to be another set, of, like almost an anchor point for us to understand the multiverse concept within the DCU. James Gunn has already said that this is one of the best superhero movies which i don't know if he's just saying that because you know he's got a lot riding on it yeah and (laughs) and he's got a he's saving a lot of face with this movie right i I mentioned how during our our breakdown of all the announcements from from james gunn and and, uh and and you know i i think he's he's very much trying to get people in you know butts in seats um saying this is the reset point right for the dcu this is resetting everything uh, and I think that is really intriguing for me. I think the, you know, I was pleasantly surprised by this trailer. I think the movie looks fun. Um, it's It feels like it's going to be a hodgepodge of different tones uh, with a ton of nostalgia taking on the heels of like something like Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Of having mm-hmm. your multiverse characters talking to each other and interacting. I think the toughest part here for me is is just, you know, everything going on with Ezra Miller and the knowledge that in the back of my mind, um, you know, we, we recently just put out a, uh, a, a reel of uh, a great interview that you did with Adil and Bilal and just the thought that we didn't get their Batgirl movie still gets me a little bit, uh, unfortunate. I think it's really unfortunate and this is an Ezra Miller led film. And so I think there's going to be a lot of folks who uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting thing to see sort of how they go about enjoying this movie, if you will. Um, myself included, but I will say I'm more interested after seeing this trailer. Um, I'm interested to see how they, yes, how they reset the the DCU, but I think it looks like it could potentially be in some way a celebration of, and I know there was a lot of bad, don't get me wrong, but a celebration of what's come before, right? The DC that was before, not just the Snyderverse, but all everything dc you know yeah. bringing in the 89 batman bringing in keaton uh, this is a this is a send off if you will and i don't get me wrong i know that there's going to be aquaman 2 after this uh and and you know there's that cleanup i guess and i don't know how that's going to play into terms of timelines or whatever maybe they said it before but i i really do think that this is meant to be the 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 fond farewell the 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 goodbye uh to sure. this chapter of of dc i honestly think though that like by implementing it into the multiverse concept it means that it it's it it can it's never going to really go away yeah right like it can always come back in in some fashion um given that we now know everyone uh, wants to reach back and and pull in characters of the past to tell new stories you know the MCU's doing it, so yeah, I, I th- I'm 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 with you. I'm cautiously optimistic, is is how I how I put it. I'm 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 intrigued enough, and I think the trailer did enough to get me interested. Mm-hmm. And then obviously coupling that with with the sentiments of of Gun, I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm definitely, but I'm I'm optimistic as well. Well, and I think Michael Shannon again as Zod is is awesome to see. Um, again, I'm another. Really- canon yeah. element but it's right. crazy how they're leaning in like they're they really are bringing more of the snyder-esque qualities yeah right? but then like they're still see... changing it up again like with you've got sasha callie's uh cara oh she looks great Zoel or whatever her name is again i'm not a big dc fan to understand how to pronounce all that but supergirl she she looks awesome um it looks like they're doing experiments on her like she's imprisoned or something like that mm-hmm. which is a really cool idea that she's kind of this uh, in a way, um, I, I you know maybe not necessarily evil, but just this kind of like jaded, angry, jaded, angry. Like yeah, like I Kryptonian hate the world because who hates, they're who hates humans. Yeah. Yes, right. Because uh, they're like, monsters. Yeah. I love that yeah. idea, and I think I think you know looking at a character um, like Barry Allen, from what I know of him, you know having to use his sort of like charm and innocence to sort of get her to to want to help save. Mm that universe um and maybe to play the parent angle um i'm not sure what 
what uh, Kara's parents' situation is, if it's the same uh, as Kal-El. But anyways, this this trailer got me more interested when I wholeheartedly thought that the first time I saw a full Flash trailer that I was just going to be convinced that it wasn't something I wanted to see. And I actually do really uh, want to see this now after this trailer. I will say the only thing I, I, I sort of was going back and forth on with the trailer, though, um, were the visuals. There's some shots that just look phenomenal. And then there's some shots that look like PS2. <laughs> they look real bad. And don't get me wrong. Like, again, I'm not huge in terms of the, the, the visual side of things. It's a matter of if it really pulls me out to the point where it's like, like really noticeable mm. that I can start to sort of see. But then, then they sort of pull me back in with some of these shots, like with Keaton, like in the dark. And I'm just like, they, they've nailed that. Like they nailed the, yeah. the Batman stuff. And, and even some of the, the sort of Snyder-esque shots, right? Where we well, see, there, we there's see a- his fist and then we, he removes his fist and she's, you know, flying up in the sky. I'm like, that is, that is a comic book come to life. Like that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I liked the sequence where you see like Michael Keaton's Batman like almost swoop in and take a guy up and then smash down yes. that on him, and that felt very Snyder esque. But what was cool is that it was Michael Keaton's Batman that was doing it, right? It wasn't yep. uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, which I think Ben Affleck's Batman is actually going to be seen more as like a you know um, a fisticuffs kind of guy. You know what yep. I mean? Like he's he's more grounded, right? In, in contrast to Michael Keaton's Batman, so. I'm really interested in, and you know, to be fair to me, that's the highlight of this movie outside of, of everything else is to see him wear the suit again. So, well, hopefully this is a good reset point. Hopefully this is a good, you know, sort of ending chapter before everything from James Gunn uh, and, and, you know, the, the future of DC gets rolled out. Uh, Speaking of rolling out though, uh, we got another uh, very tiny little teaser trailer, oh. sort of a, you know, we've already had the, the, the larger trailer. This was a 30 second uh, big game spot in sponsorship ship with uh, Porsche Porsche uh, <laughs> for Transformers Rise of the Beasts directed by Stephen Capel, Capel Jr. Um, and uh, and yeah, man, we got to kind of hear Pete Davidson's. Uh, Mirage. Um, I. It's nice to see that Bumblebee is in the movie. What did you think of this little thirty-second uh, clip of just sort of Pete Davidson well, like saying, you said, "I'm Mirage" or whatever he said? Like you said, it's it's so obvious because again, the, with these with the Transformers movies, there's always been an automotive deal that's always been contracted to it. It allows cars to be seen, you know, obviously in these movies and to be used. Um, you know, the fact that, you know, the Porsche Mirage is a car, mm-hmm. uh, his name is Mirage, you know, <laughs> as much as it is a, a trailer for the movie, it is a commercial for Porsche. So you see that that cross branding. Right. What drives um, the hero in you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, it's just it's it's kind of hard to say where this one lands. It's like someone was like, genius, we could put out a trailer and we can advertise Porsche cars at the <laughs> same time. Right. Like the marketing team was just losing their mind. Yeah. That said, you know, Pete Davidson's voice for Mirage. Interesting. Uh, yeah. It sounds very him, which I, I'm I'm okay with, right? Yeah. It beats, you know, I believe in uh, Revenge of the Fallen, there was two robots that uh, were clearly putting on their best gangsta voices, oh, geez, and I'm, yeah. I'm really very glad cringe. that we've 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 moved away from those sort <laughs> of uh, obnoxious <laughs> portrayals. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much pete davidson brings to to the character of mirage but yeah this looks like a transformers movie yeah. if i've ever seen one before yeah. but i'm still interested like I'm, I'm hoping like if this is anything to if it's to continue from the bumblebee story which is, is still good that is my only i just watched it by hope. the way i i just want to oh, quickly shout it out good. dude bumblebee absolutely fantastic it was, it was so good so good it kept it it kept it rooted back into like what the first movie was really about, about the the sort of connection between, you know, the car and the human and, and the bond that, that the two have with, with machine. Because and, and, like, and, that's kind of how, you know, when someone gets their first car, yeah. that is that. It, it is a bond, right? So when you, you know, add a sentient robot to the car, it's, yeah. it just highlights it all that much and more. And Haley Steinfeld so, was so good. Haley Steinfeld was so and good. And the movie man. was so just simple. I think that's the best thing yes. I can say about it is it was just it was, a it was simple- focused 
focused yes. little story. Yes. It wasn't world changing. Yeah, it wasn't last n- last night. Whatever the last oh, one gosh. was, uh, Transformers Five, which it was like, I, this 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 disaster is so big. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah. Like, so King see, Arthur was but involved. Did, but did we see? <laughs> so, question: Did we see Bumblebee in? The yes, we did. We saw the first trailer. From, okay. Yeah, we did. We saw him in the first trailer. Okay. Uh, but here we mistaken. get to see like the wings popping up. Looks good. Yeah, we saw him. Uh, we saw him driving side by side with uh, Cheetor. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Right, because Bumblebee, right. I think, would have been Cheetor, right? In in the yeah, you, it would be your Bumblebee equivalent, I think, in Beast Wars. It, or Beast I think Beast. it was. It, it, he was like that in uh, in the cartoon series, right? Yeah. In the animated series, so you know he was the the Bumblebee, and Optimus Prime was, you know, Optimus primal and you know that's very much the the same sort of lineage so yeah i think that that's kind of what they were doing with that you know you see optimus in the first trailer you see optimus prime with optimus primal you see cheetor with bumblebee yes bumblebee is in the first trailer yeah yeah exactly so so you do you do get the sense that that they're you know they're going to have to come together to fight whatever threat it is it's just if this threat is is anything like we've gotten from any of the past transformers movie which you know as as you highlighted from Bumblebee, it's a simple focused story. Yep. Keep it about that. Like if the threat is a, is big, I I get it, but don't make it so big that it's like what? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like no. it's just <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. Um I wanted to kind of jump into a, another sort of shorter trailer uh that we got uh for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh you know, again, I think it's interesting for me to sort of be seeing these these big game trailers and I, I in my mind I was you know I'm thinking and, and don't get me wrong for some of these movies it's a little too close to the first trailer to do another big trailer but no like, it's why it's, are we getting a 30 it's Indiana Jones is yeah, it so not first worth off, a, have, a putting out a, a minute you know minute and a half mm-hmm. trailer we have to remember ad space on television yeah. is very expensive during the Super Bowl yeah so these these big game spot trailers mm-hmm are usually 30 seconds because that's what you know they can afford uh, in many cases that's right crazy. but like we were talking <laughs> offline in yeah. many cases the commercial that is aired on television like guardians which we'll get to mm-hmm. there's a shorter version but then there's a longer version online that said this indiana jones one is short there is no larger trailer that's come out uh i don't think we really got very much new footage we got a couple new clips couple i of think new clips the the are you a nazi or are you yeah, still the a punch to the face with the hat, and then yeah. obviously the ending when they're falling out of the plane. Yes. Um, again, it, it just can. It, it was more of a an accent to the first trailer. It just showed us a little bit more of that action adventure that we're gonna be getting. Yeah. But I don't know. The, the new clips weren't, you know, jaw dropping, if you will. If anything, it's you know, it, it looked like an Indiana Jones movie. Now there's I mean? a, there's <laughs> a moment where he's walking. Uh, it looks like it might be a flashback. He's in his. Yeah, in his brown he's, jacket, he's walking towards yeah. a bridge with. He's got with, the de-aged. Yeah, and he's walking towards face, a. Yeah. He's walking towards like a, a bridge with a train on top of it, and he's he's giving like a slap on the back to some. What looks like a kid, like is this? Who is this short kid? Round? I'm wondering if is it's. It short round? I would I would love it to be. He looks older than than we saw short round in the movie. Um, I'm wondering if it's maybe a younger iteration of. I can't remember in the canon. Did did he know his kid when, when his kid was younger than than what we got with with uh, in, in the fourth Shia one LaBeouf? with Shia LaBeouf? Did he know his no, kid before he, that? I don't think I can't he knew remember. That. I don't. I honestly no, blocked yeah. a lot of that movie out of my mind. But um, <laughs> but no, I think um, again a lot of stuff that we've already seen. Um, it's you know I think the music still hits. Uh, I like I love I love Phoebe Waller Bridge saying you know rescuing you and clearly she's the one that's kind of like hanging off the plane there. <laughs> it's just that's such an indie thing, right? It's such for an sure. Indiana Jones thing. So for for them to sort of what feels like they could potentially be setting her up as the future of of Indiana Jones potentially. Uh, maybe they're using this as a way to sort of see if audiences are would want something like that. Um, but no, man, I, I this movie's gonna slap. It excites me that I think what what excites me most is yes, it's Harrison Ford, it's it's gonna be his last go, but I think what excites me even more is that it's James Mangold, and based off of Logan alone, <laughs> like he knows how to direct a send off movie, 
And so that's very much what this you know, is going to be. He knows how to direct, period. Of right? course. Like, but... All of his movies have been <laughs> have been solid. And like even going all the way back to uh, something like Kate and Leopold. I don't know how many times I saw that movie in, <laughs> in high school in in theaters. In theaters yeah. at the time. It's like a rom-com. It was hilarious. It's Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan. It was it was it was very funny. It was it was hilarious. But I think that he understands history. He understands um he understands how to keep a tone and a mood going. Um and I think he knows how to bring out the best in his actors. Uh, you know, Ford versus Ferrari is probably like is is probably one of his best movies in in that it tells the story in an honest way, but it also really does focus in on the relationship that Ford and Ferrari had and and that and that. So yeah, I think I think again it's gonna it's gonna be a a stellar uh, fond farewell to Indiana Jones. Yeah, man, Indiana Jones 85? and the Dial of Destiny comes out June thirtieth, twenty twenty three. It says here in Canada. I'm stoked and. Yeah, so that's two weeks after Flash, which comes out June 16th, 2023. And I believe Transformers is also coming out June 9th. Wow. 2023. So that is wow. all all three of the trailers that we, the last three trailers that we just talked about are all coming out in the month of June. That so is crazy. Summer blockbusters are back. Absolutely. Uh, and another blockbuster that's going to be releasing in March... Uh, here in Canada, March 3rd, 2023, uh, Creed 3. We got a little sort of another sort of shorter trailer uh, here. Um, the extended version of the big game spot is roughly just under a minute long uh, on YouTube from MGM. Um, and yeah, Creed 3, Justin. Uh, this is directed by Michael B. Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Michael B. Jordan's in it. Tessa Thompson. You know, we've got freaking Jonathan mother flipping majors in the movie uh of course you know i think you know jonathan majors we've we couldn't couldn't say enough nice things about him right now especially with ant-man out um justin what did you think of this uh this new look at creed 3 well ant-man's not out yet but it'll be out later this week but yes I mean, it's so coming we do out, have dude. our review it's, it's we have our review uh, out we gushed honestly... about him i yeah i i i think the the highlight of this this um, trailer is Jonathan Majors yeah. and his character. Um, you know, it has all the right pieces of what you would expect from a Rocky style movie: the friend, brother, familial connection, uh, facing off in the ring. Uh, you know, the showdown, uh, the history. Everything's there. Uh, you know, I love that the R- Ryan Coogler, and I believe his brother, Keenan Coogler, uh, he's also uh, wrote the screenplay, if I'm not mistaken. The fact that Ryan has has stayed stayed connected to this franchise, something that, you know, when he did the first Creed movie, my God, that movie was so good. It reinvigorated the whole idea of, of a boxing film and what it meant. And, and this it, it had all the, the right beats of, of what you would expect, given, given Rocky's history. In Hollywood, right? Like the Rocky movies are huge in Hollywood. Um, so, you know, to to see it continue. And I'm very excited to see what Michael B. Jordan does with this and, and how he establishes himself as a new director in Hollywood with this uh, directorial debut. Yeah. So very excited. You know, people uh, from what I've been reading online about this movie apparently are saying that the fights in the movie are next level. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them mentioning things like anime inspired at certain points uh, and apparently some people are saying that the early footage uh, who, you know they've seen a lot of it and are calling it Top Gun Maverick levels of entertainment which that it sounds very hyperbolic obviously we'll wait and see I think if anything though this trailer makes me uh, want to watch at least um, the Creed movies <laughs> I've never seen any of them Justin uh, I think I need to watch the Creed movies can I ask you though as somebody who you know I'm sure we've got a, a few people listening who've never seen the Creed movies do I have to and I might have already asked this on this podcast do I have to watch Rockies all the Rockies do I need to ro- walk the rocky road? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you do. You you need to watch them all because they really do mm-hmm. tell the story and set up for for Creed and, and the importance of his character. Plus, Creed's father is very important in the Rocky series. So yeah, a hundred percent. If you're if you're gonna jump into this franchise, I recommend watching all the other Rocky movies. And there's there's six other Rocky movies, but before the two Creed movies. So oh my gosh, um, we'll yeah. see. Maybe I'll look into it. But you know, I think. 
Adonis Creed, you know, wanting to protect his thriving career for him and his family. So let's talk about the fastest trailer. You know, we got The Flash, but that wasn't the fastest. We got Fast 10, directed by Louis uh, Leterrier. Um, Dude. I've never watched one Flash, or sorry, Flash. Uh, never watched one Fast te- movie, Fast and the Furious movie. I want to know. Give us, give us your thoughts because you are the Fast and Furious expert here <laughs> on the Geek Centric Podcast. You're like the Darcy of the Fast and Furious uh, universe. I think cinematic. Universe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, no this this looks like the campy <laughs> fast and furious that we know and love where it's all about family and even the threat is tied back to family um i think based on the not in the short super bowl trailer but in the extended trailer they do really point out uh you mean Jason the movie Momoa's... justin sorry you mean the movie <laughs> that i watched because i watched a four minute trailer that i was exhausted by the end of it it felt like i, I agree i think movie. i think they showed way too much they but keep I, doing I, that. I i think I think the um, the the takeaway from that longer trailer is the familial connection that Jason Momoa's character will have, mm-hmm. um, connecting back to Fast Five. Okay, and the the antagonist in that in that movie, and I think that Jason Momoa is going to play like a, a, the son of Reyes, uh, the antagonist from 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 Fast Five, mm-hmm. uh, which was their job, I believe, in Brazil, um, and that's actually where we met The Rock for the first time. So you know, seeing. Jason Momoa in the Fast and Furious cinematic world, it fits. Yeah. Because as much as Vin Diesel is just being, I think, a Vin Diesel character, <laughs> Jason Momoa gets to just be a Jason Momoa character. So it it actually really works. Uh, you know, we talked about it uh, in in a past episode about you know Jason Momoa loves motorcycles and is a, is a motorcycle guy. He has like a whole YouTube channel dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done work with Harley Davidson and so on. So it's nice to see that it seems like that's going to be one of his characteristics. Like he's going to be into cars, but I think motorcycles are going to be kind of like his his ride of choice, if you will. Absolutely. Um, so again, like you said, I'm I'm a fan of the 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 absurdity. The silliness. The end of the Man, road trailer, begins, dude. The end of the, the road the, begins. You, like this trailer shows <laughs> him taking down two helicopters. <laughs> Vin Diesel's car, yeah. muscle car, knows no limits. It can yeah. do anything. anything. And by the end of this like Super Bowl trailer, what I, I which wasn't in the full length, is this bridge explosion where it looks like he's gonna be driving I mean, down isn't the that, Hoover isn't Dam. That, yeah, the Hoover Dam, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I bet you it's gonna end with like him just like his car surfing the waves of the flames or the okay, I guess <laughs> of the water. Of the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, May nineteenth, the end of the road begins. I am intrigued to say the least. One of the now, things that I found that weird, one, if you're gonna ask though, yeah. you have to watch all, all of the movies. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's what? So I guess it's ten movies. And so it's not, uh, but then there's also Nine. the Hobbs and Shaw, I'm sure. You don't have to watch that. No. Like, Hobbs isn't around anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaw is still around. Okay. And, like, the whole side story that, that he and and the, and the and Hobbs do, it it's not influential to, to the Fast story. It was just, it was a spinoff, right? It was just a side story. But can I, can I ask you a question, uh, though, just in terms of, like, uh, the hype for this? Because here's the thing. The way that I am able to to connect with people who are into things that I'm not into is to mm. try and pull it back to things that I am. And so, you know, it's weird watching this trailer and knowing that this is like the the Infinity, you know, the Infinity War to the end game. I'm sure the next one will be sort of the end game style thing. But to see them like showing certain characters in like the, the, the they turn around and you see their face. Are there people out there who who freak out like we freaked out when we saw cap you know pulling the hammer back like is that because when i watch this trailer but when i watch this trailer justin i'm like that's just a person like that's just a person who drives a car like that doesn't that doesn't get my jimmies going but maybe maybe it's just because i haven't watched the previous movies and i don't know their their interconnected relationships well it's it's been it's been rumored that gal gadot's character is is going to be in this movie mm-hmm. and and would that be like based on, would that be like oh my gosh like if she shows up yeah because she died oh okay spoiler alert Jeez, spoiler alert so she's uh, like okay <laughs> so she's art like and and same with the last movie like yeah Han was a beloved character mm-hmm. 
and, and he I knew died. He, he died. And yeah. he reappeared in in Fast Nine, and okay. now we're get, they're going to bring back his love interest in Fast Ten. Like it's like the the again this this franchise knows no bounds. <laughs> and 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 the one thing that was really funny in Fast Nine is that there's this analogy where two of the characters uh, played by Ludacris and, and Tyrese Gibson. Yeah. They're talking about themselves as superheroes. Like nothing can phase them. Right. They, like they, like they, they, they don't die. Like they're just they're 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 lucky, if you will. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like tongue in cheek way of saying, oh, someone big is going to die. But at the same time, it's like nobody dies in this universe. No, nobody dies. Nobody dies. But to your point, like, it, does this you know this franchise matters for a lot of people? I don't know how many people really take it seriously. I don't take it seriously. I, I like half the time I'm in these movies just laughing my ass off. Right. Right. Like at, at some of the lines and some of the absurdity and it's just what they can do with a car and, and how they just try to take it to the next level each movie. Right. Like and, and the idea and like you got you got Vin Diesel saying he's tapping out from this franchise because it's 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 harder than than writing Lord of the Rings. Like I I don't I don't understand that that news headline, but apparently yeah. he compared the Fast and Furious yeah. franchise to Lord of the Rings. Oh, J.R. Tolkien. He is a, he's which a very is much a Tolkien. Out of my mind. He's very much a Tolkien of our time. But I will just on one thing on Vin Diesel because I watched this trailer at work uh, when I was sort of prepping for for this this episode tonight, and then I watched the original the the four minute long one again, uh, and there's a moment where he's. Looking at who is called uh, Little P, I guess that's Little Paul, I guess. Little B. Little B, is that his name? Uh, named after yeah, Brian. 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 Okay, okay. Brian. There we go. Paul Brian, Walker Paul Walker. Yeah. yeah, okay. So Little yeah. B, and, and he's like leaning into the window. And my friend was just like, why did they CGI his face? And I look closely and I'm like, they didn't CGI his face. That's just what his face looks like. It looks it looks like silly putty at times, and I'm just like, why? And anyways, I'm I, again, I'm intrigued. I I, I kind of uh, want to watch. Uh, you these won't movies. watch them. I, you know, I'll never you watch, watch them. them. <laughs> I don't think so. No. You've you've been saying that ever for for Since a long Vince time. Fast you 9. haven't watched them now. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably watch it when the trailer for Fast Eleven comes. Okay, out. like oh, this is it. Fine, I'll I'll watch all ten. Do a movies, big binge. Myself already. Do a big yeah, binge. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Well, listen. Let's uh, let from one family to another, uh, and and you know a lot of these movies that we've been talking about are are you know trailers for for the sort of the ending of things, the 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 big finale, and here we're moving from you know I think with you know with Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania in the MCU, from one third in a trilogy to another, uh, we got a second trailer, uh, big trailer, nice big. You know, not big, but like two minute long, two and a half minute long trailer for Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, Justin, um, you know, this is coming out on May fifth, uh, which I am so, so, so excited about. What did you think of this uh, this second trailer? Did it get you even more hyped, or or what did you think? Well, I think the marketing strategies for Guardians is very similar to that of of Thor: Love and Thunder. You know, the first trailer. Uh, for Thor Love and Thunder reminded us that the movie's about Thor. And then the second trailer came out and it reminded us, you know, of the adventure qualities. And I think the same could be said about the two trailers that we've gotten thus far for Guardians 3. The first one reminds us of the the family uh, and the the sort of emotional beat that that is going to be at the heart of of this movie and then here with the second trailer we get what we know and love about guardians the the space adventure the action set piece the comedy all the elements that we know and love about uh the guardians is is injected into this trailer uh and that's in contrast i think to the to the first trailer that does want to remind us that this is going to be a a closing to this this story um maybe to a certain degree i don't know how far they're going to go with with it but we know that there's some characters that we're not going to see again uh in the mcu probably after this and you know again that this is an emotional story it's going to make you cry so while that trailer did that this one reminded me oh i i am excited to see a guardian's ass adventure as as the final movie for for the for the trilogy, so yeah, it got me hyped and and very excited. Uh, didn't skip a beat with with any of the action and and the comedy, and obviously with with Quill at at the center of it. Yeah, yeah, I think this is 
this is really kind of I, I did find that this trailer was was pushing you know more from Quill's uh, perspective here, but seeing um, you know a few things here like getting to see Adam Warlock, I think a little bit more featured in this trailer. Um, he's fighting, he's fighting Groot, he's fighting Drax at one point. He's flying through uh, the high evolutionary suburban, suburban, yeah, suburban city. Town, yeah. um, but, you know, there's, I think there's, um, I think this trailer for me, very much solidified that I think the rocket stuff is a fake out. I think a lot of the stuff we're seeing with him being strapped up on the the table for, for you know experiments and things like that uh, he looks so young there's a moment where he's um we see like a little naked rocket sharing uh you know a real laugh yes it's a real laugh uh with lila and uh and he looks so small and so i think they, i think for me that confirms that those are very much flashbacks uh of of a younger rocket um and that i don't think lila is in the sort of the main timeline but dude to your point the action set pieces in this trailer look incredible. There's a shot of Quill doing like a sp a proper spin move, not like the the guy from Book of Boba Fett, <laughs> if you remember that guy. Um, but this this was a proper spin move. Um, and say what you will about Chris Pratt, but uh, but Peter Quill in this movie looks freaking awesome. I did think it was a little weird to get the crushing on Nebula moment I, I don't know it, for, i will say it's fun seeing nebula's silly side start to come out and i think she more recently we've been getting a little bit more of her silly side which is really fun yeah i think i think even in um in endgame yeah that really did reveal itself uh, uh throughout you know that movie especially given the fact the time that she spent with tony and then obviously there was five years uh you know even when she's like walking in and scott lang is sitting there and she's like radios roadie and says like there's a dimple sitting here <laughs> so, so good yeah. yeah you know i think i think it goes it goes without saying that her character has certainly evolved from the first time we met her mm -hmm. and it's nice to see a little bit more range especially given the fact that you know she is sort of a, a robot right and yeah. she acts like one and in a lot of cases does not how to really you know feel or express her feelings in in any way so uh, yeah, I did think that 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 moment at the end was a little much. I don't know. I don't know. I, it was. It I think was he's a bit just, strange. I think he's. I think he's projecting in that situation. He's projecting one sister onto another in that situation. But, but I think he. Um. Uh, you know, I think. Um. It, it was. It was. You know, we're definitely going to cry. Um. There's a shot where Mantis is crying. And you see Drax and Nebula, as well as some folks that you'd have to imagine they saved potentially um, mm. from an explosion uh, that I think they th I think they think that Quill, Rocket and Groot are in that explosion. And so I think that's why they're crying in that situation. I think they think that they very much lost them uh, in that moment. I think it's going to be like a Chewy situation, kind of, right? Remember yeah, in, in, in Rise, in Rise of, Skywalker, of Skywalker, the ship. Oh my God, yeah. the ship blew up. They did not just kill Chewy that way, did they? Oh, dude, I was so I was I would have been so <laughs> upset if that happened. Um, and then uh, you know I think there's um, there's a, a, a quick, very small short shot though where we do we do see them at one point doing the Ravager salute. Uh, like when Yondu died, uh, and so I'm wondering, I'm wondering who's if it for? It, right, who is it for? Um, I, I definitely think Drax is is dead. I mean, again, with everything uh, Batista's been saying about him, not I think we'll lose at least with two. Character, you think we're gonna lose two? I think we'll lose two. I, I just don't know if it's gonna be Drax, Drax, Drax and, and Craglin. Rocket. I think it's Drax and Craglin. Let's go there. Craglin, yeah, yeah. Craglin would kind of be that Coulson level. Lost right kind of thing and yeah. i think i think especially i think they could find a way to sort of build his character up a little bit in this movie only to rip him away yeah, you're just like and then oh, yeah and then yeah. he's you know that very much would be the ravager salute moment right for him so i, I don't want it to happen because I, I love sense. sean gunn and i love craglin but i could totally see the if those are the two that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> well lose. sean gunn's gonna go with his brother so right he'll probably do some stuff at dc so he's like there you go yeah you might as well just kill me in this movie because <laughs> uh, i'll be i'll be over at dc ah but it's gonna be so sad so fun um gun bringing the tunes here since you've been gone uh cover by rainbow and that's not the kelly clarkson since the letter u <laughs> been gone uh it's a song done by russ ballard but you know, Gunn knows how to 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 bring the music, and this trailer even proves it. And yeah, man, I'm I'm so stoked for this. I'm I'm so excited for uh, for this one, May fifth, twenty twenty three. But Justin, 
I think there was one other trailer that came out um, with, uh, you know, with another Adam, not Warlock, uh, but a an Adam that you know. <laughs> oh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and some dinosaurs. Um, we did not watch that trailer, um, so maybe we'll watch it someday. But uh, well, we've already we've already talked about the movie, and, and it <laughs> seems like like the movie is kind of leaning into what we thought right uh from that first teaser so it looks like it might be doing a little bit more telling than showing um so i, I don't know well i'm i'm still going to i'll probably go see that movie though oh to, yeah to be we'll cover honest, 65 for sure yeah for sure for sure yeah. march 10th is when 65 comes out um but listen there were so many trailers to choose from uh we had to cut it somewhere uh but we hope you enjoyed this uh, trailer time special. Uh, Justin, is there any whatcha that you want to throw out for our audience in terms of something that you've been watching or playing or enjoying uh, before we wrap up the show? Well, um, based on the Golden Globes recommendation and, and also your recommendation, I actually uh, watched all of the first season of Abbott Elementary. Woo! Um, and I am halfway through season two. Yep. It's still going on right now. Yes, it is. Um, and, they just uh, had their Valentine's Day episode, which was great. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm not haven't gotten there yet, so uh, I just got to the Halloween episode. Oh yeah, with all the MCU references. Oh yeah, so I thought that was which is great, great cuz Disney um, owned and yeah, yeah, exactly. You got Baby Thanos, you got so the Wanda good. and the Vision. It's really good. You got, it's, yeah, it's so good. Um, this cast is unbelievable, though. Yeah, I, I absolutely adore every single one of them. They're so endearing. Um, they each have their own personal quirks that make them who they are Mm -hmm. and like janine is is awesome yeah like she is such such a well-written character and i know quinta brunson who plays janine is you know the writer and creator of the show and you know she's she's basically playing a character that she's written for herself but damn it's so good and I, i totally see why this show has gotten the recognition of you know globe status and uh, you know, just being recognized. And I don't know, like even just the first episode about something as simple as, you know, not having a, you know, their, their rugs in their classroom as a safe spot for their kids, you know, just, just the humility that comes out of that. Like, I don't know. It was, it was really like, even the first episode, I was just like, damn, that was really heartfelt to connect it back to the importance of what something like that might mean to a kid in a school um, when they might be coming from a different home that doesn't have certain things and i don't know i just thought that was like a really touching way to kind of talk about it so yeah it's it's a great show um season one is fully available on disney plus uh through star here in in canada and season two i've just been watching through the global app uh global tv they they have it all there um so me and my wife watch uh you know an episode a night an episode or two a night so uh, but by I think by next week we'll we'll be caught up to to Valentine's Day. So um, yeah, great show, definitely worth worth checking out if if you have a chance. Very cool. Yeah, it is it is really good. I've I've been really enjoying it. It is a little tough sometimes though because they they sometimes they take longer breaks between episodes. They have hiatuses um, between. Yeah, they have hiatuses between because um, I think it has something to do with the way the the sort of the contract of of releases. Yeah. Um, so. There was a big hiatus between, I believe, like the winter, the winter break, if you yes. will, right? Like Which lines like up with break. how they do it in the show, so it kind of makes sense. Exactly, yeah. You and know? then they then they'll do us another stint of runs, and then they'll probably take another break, and then they'll they'll wrap it up. And that's how s- television timelines work. Yeah, you know what I mean. So to get to get approved, you know, their first season was only thirteen episodes. Um, I'm imagining they're going to go for a full twenty four for their second season because they've been you know, greenlit. And now that it's Golden Globe winning, I'm sure they're going to get a season three if, if it hasn't already been announced and I just don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be, it's, I think it's safe to say that the show's going to be around for a while. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I have been watching, I've been, you know, um, I was, uh, I never finished The Office. Um, so I've been, I've been binge watching um, the remainder of The Office starting at season uh, six where I left off. And I am loving every moment of it. Um, it's still still got Michael in the mix, so it's uh, I've been enjoying that. So I don't know when that has to change. Um, but uh, besides that, I've been playing 
uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. Um, did you ever play the Metroid it's out? Prime? It's out, dude. It gave, they shadow dropped oh, wow. it. Nintendo shadow dropped the remaster during their latest direct, uh, which was such a wonderful, delightful treat, along with, dude, some of the best Game Boy and Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. games if you have their online yeah, I service. I got those. Um, I got those. But yeah, uh, man. I got those. Um, Metroid Prime back in 2002, I started it on the GameCube. I never finished it. And so playing through it now feels like I'm playing a brand new 3D Metroid game in my mind. Um, and it is, it is a blast, dude. It's unreal how good the game looks. I get that it's a remaster, but even the original game, the original GameCube game looked incredible and just the the character design. I mean, it's Nintendo, but it is it is fantastic. The controls are fixed in this version. Um, you you can do the dual stick controls. You can do the motion controls if you want, like on the Wii. Um, honestly, if you've never, you know, if you're like myself and you started Metroid Prime and never finished it, or if you've never played uh, the, the Prime series, Pick it up. It's it's absolutely worth the uh, the the fifty bucks. Oh, okay, sweet. It's only fifty dollars. That's great. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I will pick it up because I, I was a Metroid fan like NES days. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't touched. I, I never played GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um. So it'll be interesting to see if if I can if I don't get frustrated with this one. Yes, absolutely. Um. Yeah, man. I just uh, just give us all the GameCube games. You know what I mean? Just find a way. Make it happen, Nintendo. I'll buy they all. They don't of them. have that as as one of the no man retro packs on that'll that'll come, that'll come for sure. They have sixty four. Yeah. Right. They have SNES. They have NES. Yeah. Right. They have now Game Boy. Game Boy Advance. Uh. Yeah. Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I guess by extension, Game Boy Color would correct is in the Game Boy section. Section. Yeah. Right. So it's like they have all three Game Boys. Why wouldn't they come out with GameCube? Just, come on, just find a way. Nintendo. I want Double Dash. I want Double Dash Nintendo, and I want F Zero GX. If you're not going to give me a new F Zero oh, game, F Zero GX, oh, yo. please, Nintendo, find a way. I will buy it again. I'll buy it for What's, more money. I don't care. Was F Zero? Was it F Zero on S- NES as well? Uh, SNES? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and it was yes. fast too. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. F Zero GX is the pinnacle of the F Zero series. I'm gonna go play my switch there you go there you go uh well listen uh hopefully you enjoyed uh this week's episode uh that was a just a big super bowl trailer time uh so full (laughs) episode very full super bowl i'm just full they've got a big super bowl of jelly here uh uh and thankfully thank thankfully thankfully you enjoyed this week in geek and if you did make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts and if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this week's news uh or these trailers uh or any of the content we cover here well uh i'm gonna go justin go long go long justin and i'm gonna going i'm going tossing the pig shell or pig skin (laughs) to you um hut hut (laughs) to let you know how you can reach us the pig shell. Hope, hey, maybe that's in I Mario. That's the new. I love it. I really hope whoever's listening to this is enjoying <laughs> how bad we're both getting these football analogies because it's awesome. Listen, if you want to write into us and let us know all the right terminology for football, well, you can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or hey, make a fool out of us on Twitter at geekcentricyt or send us a nice message or. Post us in your stories at Instagram at WeAreGeekCentric. Keep in mind, we also have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies, TV shows, and games, uh, including our spoiler-free review for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, uh, as well as it, we did uh, we have an interview uh, with the director of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, uh, uh, Peyton Reed. Uh, I sat down with Peyton and we talked about kind of uh, his, his sort of his history. Uh, from joining the Ant-Man movies and what that's been like up until now. And there's a little bit into his uh, his past as well with him being a DJ. Um, and Justin mm-hmm. sat down with Catherine Newton, who plays Cassie in the film, uh, had a great in-person interview uh, and, uh, and brought up the idea of a Marvel golf.
golf team, uh, which was uh, which was really fun. Who would be on her golf? Who team? would be on her golf yeah. team? You'll have to check out that interview. Um, you can check out the, that that interview on our um, p- podcast feed here, um, which we also talk about the red carpet experience as well that Justin was a part of. Um, so you can check that out here, or you can watch those interviews on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/geekcentric. And we are on TikTok right now. Uh, Justin's doing some great work over on TikTok at We Are Geek Centric. Um, some great clips that you're putting together there. Uh, we have a wonderful one with a Dylan Bilal where they talk about uh, who they would cosplay as at, at AvengerCon. I think the answers uh, will surprise you. They surprised me at least. Uh, and Justin did some good work with that as well. So definitely go check those out. Lastly, uh, speaking of lastly, we have uh, two watch clubs going on right now, uh, one every Wednesday for Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2, uh, and we also have our watch club for The Last of Us, uh, which we put out every Sunday night after the episode airs uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern. So if, you're, if, you're, if your brain is infected uh, with a passion for The Last of Us, Come hang out with us. It's a good time. We we honestly, I think we've got some really good conversations there, uh, and uh, and you can you can listen in and uh, see if you agree or disagree. Uh, but Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this super trailer bowl time episode. Big shell, big shell, <laughs> big shell episode. And as we say, love ya, peace. <laughs> <laughs>